Welcome to the Brainwave Podcast, presented by Windward Group Publishing and Media. I'm Gail Holnick, former radio show host turned novelist and travel book writer, and this is a show about creativity. Each week you'll hear interviews with people from many different creative fields, artists, designers, writers, filmmakers, chefs, architects, choreographers, composers. I'm interested in that charmed moment that leads to a work of art. Where did the idea come from? What did you do next? And what advice would you give others trying to unlock their own creative potential? Thanks for spending some time with me today. Please take a second to tap on the subscribe button on the app. And if you want the episode show notes, please go to windwardgroup.com. That's word with an O. Let's get started. Here we are in January of 2024. I have a great lineup of writers, filmmakers, photographers, and artists lined up for conversations over the next few weeks. And this time, it's a filmmaker team, the Boylan sisters, Andrea and Alexandra. For more than 10 years, they've been producing films that are female-driven and will appeal to audiences of all ages. They are the producers behind the Hollywood films Catching Faith and Catching Faith 2, Switched, Wish for Christmas, The Greatest Inheritance, and Identity Crisis. Andrea, Alexandra, thank you very much for agreeing to do this conversation on the Brainwave podcast with me. Thank Thank you you for for having having us. And hello. I want to start by asking you for your memories of how you first got the idea to do the film Catching Faith. Oh, Andrea, go for it. (laughs) All right. Well, um, I actually was a stay-at-home mom in the Midwest. I had three kids in elementary school at the time, and my sister Alexandra had been um, making movies and in Hollywood at that point for about 15 years, and she got the opportunity to um, write a faith-based script and asked if I would be interested in consulting. <laughs> and um, after we started talking about it, by the end of the process, she actually stayed with me here in Wisconsin for a little while, and we wrote the script together. And then, um, I, because you know, I we live in the Midwest. It's Midwest nice, and we used to go to coffee shops to write together, and people would ask us, what are you doing? And it ended up that that by the end of these conversations, everyone was like, you've got to come back and film the movie here. Wisconsin doesn't have any tax incentive at all for for film. And they said, if we give you everything you need, will you come back here and film? Ah. And we were like, well, sure. So actually, not only did we get to write it together, but we actually got to make it here in Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. So our first movie is a Wisconsin location. And and Alexandra, as as someone who was, as as Andrea mentioned, in Hollywood for 15 years as an actress and, and producer and so on, had you always wanted to do a film that had something to do with faith? Well, you know, what's so interesting. Andrea and I grew up minister kids in uh, Massachusetts and faith was always a huge part of my life, but I was actually on a very different trajectory trying to pursue acting. I had made a thriller and that thriller went on to sell and it was our sales agent of that movie who we sat down for a meeting. He said, you know what you should be making? You should be making faith-based family movies. And I just felt like God 
struck the table and was just like, this is what I want you to do. I'm calling you to do it. And I was like, okay. And I said, yes. And I called Andrea. And the interesting thing about Catching Faith, which is so exciting, that movie has gone on to do so well, is that when Andrea and I looked at the landscape of faith-based films back in around 2011, there weren't a lot of women in the leading roles. There weren't a lot of representation for women. A lot of times it starred the man and the woman was the sidekick just because they were trying to get the guys in the seats. That's like 80% of the movies right there, but yeah. Right. Yeah, so Andrea and I went back to our sales agent who had said, you know, if you make this movie, I'll get the money if you create it. That's a filmmaker's dream. But we said, you know, we'll do it, but we really wanted to star a woman. Football was a requirement. And he said, oh, no, you can't do that because there's no numbers in the marketplace to back up a female driven faith-based film. And we were like, well, I think that's because nobody's doing it. But if we could do it and prove that there's a massive audience, could we be the ones to trailblaze and show that? And he said, okay, I trust you. So Catching Faith was one of the first female-led faith-based films that went on to become the top five consistent selling movie for the distribution company and opened up so many doors for Andrea. And I keep telling stories from the woman's perspective. Ah, and Andrea, uh, why why uh, in the story itself, why was football a necessity? Why did it have to be part of it? That's just what they told us. They said that football in America is um, it's something that the faith-based um, audience really appreciates. So we're like, okay, we'll include those two things, but we'll do it from a female perspective. <laughs> and how about the, the actual idea itself, Andrea? Where the storyline, the plot, who the main characters would be. Was that something that happened in a flash or was that something that was part of a long process? Well, that's a great question and we can tag team on answering it. So from my my part of it, when we began to talk about telling a story from a female perspective and faith-based movies in general, there's a, a general, or I think things have changed, but back then, 10 years ago, there's a, a real theme in faith-based movies that people were really far away from God and a lightning bolt strikes them or something really tragic happens and then they experience God. And um, I actually am a licensed clinical social worker by trade and I had been leading groups of women um, in a journey called, it's the work is called the Elijah Project, but it was really a self-discovery, figuring out who you are especially after your kids are raised or almost raised. And you're sort of like, oh my gosh, I've invested all this time now. Who am I? And so we began to talk about that. What would it look like to tell a story about the real life struggle of that whole, you know, the end of high school, going into college when your kids are leaving and you're sort of like, oh my gosh, I've put all of this energy into this. What, what, what do I want now? And what if the kids don't do anything that we taught them to do? (laughs) And they turn out (laughs) the opposite of what we invest all this time and energy and love and, and patience into um, how do you grapple with some of those questions? And those are those are a little bit more of journey questions rather than moment in time faith questions. And so that's kind of how our conversations began and um, and led to or influenced the writing process. Yeah, and just to jump off of that, um, because Andrea had uh, written The Elijah Project before the workbooks, the studies for women before we made the movie. And, you know, a lot of the film is about perfection and Mm -hmm. the struggle for women to feel perfect and amazing. And they want on the outside, everything looks perfect. My kids are perfect. I'm perfect. Um, And then we really got to dive in and talk about, let's talk about the fact that no one's perfect. There is no such thing as perfection. 
And I think that's why the film resonated with so many people and women, especially Mm -hmm. to say, hey, you know what? I've been struggling with this for a long time. Thank you for for showing this in a film so that it could open up a conversation for my family and for me and to kind of, the whole movie is about telling the truth, even when no one's looking. And the whole family comes to a journey of telling the truth, including the mother who's the star of it. And the woman who's like, you know what? I'm not perfect, but with God, Mm -hmm. I'm enough, you know? Mm -hmm. And that was uh, such a great, um, just all the messages we get from women, especially who, who really felt like they got seen and heard through the message of this film. Andrea and Alexandra are the Boylan sisters, producers of Catching Faith, Catching Faith 2, Identity Crisis, Switched, Wish for Christmas, and The Greatest Inheritance. And you can see all of those films on Prime Video. You can find out more information and how to get in touch on their website at www.theboylansisters.com. And that is spelled T H E. B-O-Y-L-A-N-S-I-S-T-E-R-S dot com. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and found it helpful. If you did, please mention it to a few friends or pass it along on social media and tag us if you do. And please tap the subscribe button on your podcast app and take a minute to leave a ranking or review. You might also like the backlist available at Windward Group Publishing and Media. And that's www.windwardgroup.com slash brainwave podcast. And Windward is spelled W-I-N-D-W-O-R-D. You'll also find the show notes for today's episode there too. If you'd like to connect, you can find us on Facebook at Windward Group Publishing and Media, on Twitter at Windward Publish, and on Instagram at Windward PNM. I'm Gail Hulnick. Please join us next time.